Hello, everyone, and welcome on into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Which episode is it? 82. Oh, my God. We are creeping up on episode a honey. Oh, uh, I can't wait. I'm saying I can't wait, but I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's just it's once you get to over a hundred, there's no fucking turning back. I'll tell exactly. you that. That's the, a lot of episodes. We a, we the fucking big I feel like we already at a hundred. I know. Ooh. Me too. And I feel like that's when something I feel like something special is gonna happen. I feel like it's somebody that's watching us. And we're almost and at they're one... waiting for a hundred episodes. It's like, hey, you want this opportunity? <laughs> also yeah, feel I like it. we're almost at one thousand followers on our Instagram. <laughs> big things. Big things are happening. And I just wanna point out one thousand followers a little bit difficult to get when you're doing it organically. <laughs> well, you no, are paying true. for followers and you're just like, yo, no, we want you to find us. We want to do you. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm proud of it. Cause like every single, you know, for a fact, it's a person on the other side of every single follow. Yep. And 800 people. That's like, that's decent. But for right now, and I'm like, as we grow, it just, it just keep getting better. It gets getting better. Uh, oh. So we decided to do something new. Uh, Usually we, Wow. Um, usually we go into um, what our week was, and we've already covered it, that our week is dope every week, no matter what. Yep. Um, so instead of talking about how our week went, we want to talk about a goal that we've recently com- accomplished within the last week that you guys have heard from us. Mm-hmm. So and, and it don't have to be a big goal. It no. just be like something little. Yeah, something, because we're hard on ourselves. So something to remind us that like, oh shit, we are actually moving forward because sometimes you don't necessarily see the baby steps you're taking until you've moved like 12,000 baby steps and it's one big giant step. So we're going to talk about it a little bit longer. And we encourage you guys to do the same thing. Like let us know some goals mm-hmm. that you accomplished and some goals that you're working on so you first so uh, something that i accomplished i finally switched gyms yeah yeah i went back to um i joined a gym that i really like so i'm like ooh. oh another thing i accomplished is i um i stopped eating out as much and i like was cooking at home um and i made like breakfast lunch and dinner so i meal prepped nice all good goals i'm so happy we're at the same gym now and it's a really great gym so hopefully we can like go tomorrow or something i'll get you off and you know i know this is supposed to be a dumbass snowstorm or maybe we won't do tomorrow then yeah the snowstorm gonna be big time terrible all right um one goal for me Oh, excuse me. I just take up one goal for me that I accomplished. Um, I wanted to set up my home office and I already have my desk ordered. I have my new computer. I'm ordering a chair like I have everything. And I feel that by like in a few in the next few weeks, I will have it. And like that was like a big goal for me is to kind of create a, a studio, a creative studio in my place. So mm-hmm. it's all coming together. And another goal was I threw my first uh party like just as an adult for no reason like and it was a success it was just good to be around friends and family like I said that I wanted to start entertaining more just enjoying my life with my friends so I was happy to just do that this weekend and I'm going to continue to do it again and again and again (laughs) 
All right, fade four this week. Um, our four favorite protective styles. You know, it's Black History Month, so as Black girls, we just have a different hair experience, especially as natural Black girls. And Sabria and I, we are new to truly, truly maintaining natural hair. So we're just going to share our four favorite natural hairstyles, especially with, with this cold winter weather. Like, I know y'all are dying to hair. <coughs> so... Some of my favorite protective styles, obviously a wig. Like mm-hmm. it's the easiest. It's what so it's my go-to. Cause most versatile. You mm. can just switch it up so easily. And who no give, impact. It, who gives a fuck how you hear look under it? But um, mm. but yeah, wig is definitely like uh, obviously these not in order, but wig is like obviously my number one. Another thing is. Some people call them box braids, but I call them individuals. That's what we yeah. call them in Philly. And I feel like I haven't heard that, like, people say individuals in so long. I know. People say box braids. Yeah. But individuals such box braids is another one that mm-hmm. I love. And I miss the summertime because I want um, individuals. Another thing is crochet braids. And I know it sounds like it's braids, but when I say crochet braids, I mean, like, I have, my hair is braided and then it's like, hair crocheted within the braid yes. and then my hair is like big and wavy mm-hmm. okay i think I'm, like, so I'm you mean it. like so crochet hair but not to crochet yeah, braids crochet okay yeah hair. Mm-hmm. so um that's another one i just love like big hair i love that look the last one this is hard but i'm probably gonna say a weave ponytail yeah. Because that's what I'm actually gonna get um, for Ariana Grande concert. I know I love when you did that ponytail look. I was so shocked when you just oh, remember for, you got that Marley here. Mar- oh yeah yeah that yeah, that was really cute. I thought yeah. you were gonna say two puffs too. Oh shit, that is enough. But is that's, that really protective style? Yeah, anything that's low manipulation for your hair. Oh yeah, I do like so anything you can just kind of put and not have to worry about constantly parting and tugging at your hair. Yeah, I do love that one too. I didn't realize I had so many. So for me, it's going to be crochet braids too. Like Sabria mentioned box braids and she mentioned like crochet here, but I like crochet like braids and crochet locks because again, you're just essentially, you're just cornrowing your hair Mm -hmm. and you're putting super, super lightweight braids on your hair. Mm -hmm. So it's not any pulling, any tension. And back in the day, like individuals could really, really, really be a lot of tension on your hair. So they're a heaven sent. And I don't see myself going back to box braids again because it's just so easy quick to put in quick to take out and it's like affordable like it's a very affordable uh hairstyle next would be a sew-in like every once in a while i just want to sew in some hair and back in the day i would just put like you know straight hair in because i just thought like oh i gotta get like bundles but now i've been finding some really 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 good um a uh, curly hair. I actually got a I sewed in curly hair in the back of my hair. I was about now. to say, is it that's yeah? I sewed in. I didn't. I thought I was gonna clip it in, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to my next one is clip-ins. Like again, it's like not a truly protective style where your hair is like completely, you know, braided or twisted up. But it's good because when I have my um clip-ins, I can just uh I don't put as much product mm-hmm. on my hair as much gel, which doesn't require as much coiling and twisting because like the clip-ins kind of just add so much more mm-hmm. volume and I. Just leave it alone. And finally, it's going to be feed and braids. Oh, yeah. You I do love feed and braids. I fucking love feed and braids. I, <laughs> I like to wear them small, and I like to wear them large. For the sake of, like, protection and time, large ones probably are best. Yeah. You could do two two of them. And like, I just feel like I haven't even really, really hit the surface to, like, what braids I want to do. Like, I want to do some, like, lemonade ones, but huge. True. So summertime going to be my season where I really, really get it in. 
All right, now it's time to toast for a sis. This week, we're toasting to Melissa Butler. She's the creator of Lip Bar, and her story is just amazing. It's so, so inspirational. It's so inspirational. It's something that we all need to hear. So, Melissa, when she... um. I be, she's 32 now, but she took her uh, line of custom-made vegan lipsticks, uh, to, and they're, like, super bright colors. She took them to Shark Tank, and one of the people, Kevin O'Leary, told her, the chances that this is a business are practically zero. You only have so many minutes on Earth. Don't waste them trying to sell lipstick. That's what he told her. Um, and she responded by saying, no, I'm not going to quit, and... I'm not, I am going to waste my minutes selling uh, lipstick because this is what I believe in. She said, at the end of the day, if I stop my business after one no, even a public no, then maybe I should have never started. Mm-hmm. I couldn't allow someone else to be authority on my dream. Mm-hmm. And uh, fast forward to a few years later, her product is now on 142 Target shelves across the country. And she just opened her first storefront. I believe it's in Detroit. Yep. And that's what we want to hear. Like, we want to hear that. We don't want to hear the perfect story all the time. Because that sh- makes us and feel like shit. And what the fuck is Shark Tank? Like, I mean, I know what it is. Yeah, but like, but like they, don't, they don't dictate, especially for women of color. You can't stand in front of a white people mm-hmm. as a black person and say, I created lipstick that's going to, you know, really, really pop off of all skin tones and him to care and he probably was angry too because of that. He's like, who's this black bitch thinking she can dream? <laughs> yeah, they so be like that. They just, just shout out to her. Like the the blessings are so real. Like we love, 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 love a good story because you can't. Can you imagine how she felt? Like I have moments like that right now. Where I just feel like really, really, um, and that was shitty. public. It was a public no. I think that we have to understand that, like. It could be really embarrassing. It could be really big, but you only quit. It, you only a loser if you quit. Yep. Every no was a not yet. Yep. That's just exactly. how it is. All right. Time to move on into tea time. <laughs> man, oh, here I was thinking, oh, man, we recorded on Friday, so it ain't going to be that much tea only a few days later. Boy, oh, boy, was I <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> I was wrong. I know. I feel like that, too. I feel like today, like, everything exploded. Shit hit the fan. <laughs> and usually it happens like that. It happens, like, right before we a podcast or the moment after we're done. Like, literally hours before. <laughs> Yo, gosh. Oh, my goodness. So, first, we're going to start off a little bit light, and we're going to talk about official boozy IG, Lil Boozy, on Instagram, okay? <laughs> so, as we all know, it's a whole situation going on with Jesse Smollett right now, and I don't, me and Sabria, we both decided, like. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it, because. Yeah. it's just too fishy right now and I still stand with him but it's just it's just a mess and when the police are just lying it's just like no I'm, we're not talking about it no. anymore we said we said our piece on it uh, until further details come out that's just where we gonna stand but Jesse's um, of Bo- Boozy is just he is problematic ever since he got out of fucking jail he has not been knowing how to act and he needs to go back <laughs> but he wrote he uploaded a picture of Jesse Smollett landing on his back and he said, that dick make you <laughs> that dick make you do some crazy shit. Shaking my head. Don't blame him. Hashtag. It's powerful eggplant emoji. So naturally <laughs> we all like, what the fuck? Boozy, what I mean, do you. Do but you. like, where is this coming from? Who's been blowing out your back for you to say it's powerful? That's you might as well say hashtag trust me. <laughs> yeah, no, real shit. But I love it when people are trying to be homophobic. Yeah. And they pretty much 
just make a fool out of their damn selves. Like you trying to be. First of all, you. Why would this be an opportunity to post a picture of him on his back? Like, oh, they can make him do some crazy things. Like, who knows that he's taking it? He could be giving it. A wild assumption. But I'm gonna go ahead and assume that you was throwing it back on somebody. (laughs) Cause why would you say that? You know, naturally he went back in to edit his (laughs) caption after everybody was like, you know, what tip? (laughs) He said. What a side bitch do when you put some good dick on her. She wants the whole world to see it. <laughs> He's going through. He's a star who came out in America. His life is hard as hell. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is why I'm saying some people should not be getting out of jail. Like, get, give us JT and y'all take <laughs> Period. Yeah. That's how I feel. He fucking wild. Like, he's really like, what? He hasn't done one thing correctly since he's he got hasn't. out of jail. Remember them sneakers? Oh my gosh, that shit was so ugly. Boozy kicks. <laughs> Primary colors. I saw those colors and they are, they smell like, you know, this is so weird. I'm about to say rose art. <laughs> I was going to say when you were like playing with kids toys and they smell like a little like just musty. Um, <laughs> I guess because I worked at the Children's Museum and I just yeah. know what germy toys smell like. <laughs> yeah, that's what Them right. colors are, those sneaker colors <laughs> remind me of kids' toys, which made me smell that germy child fingerprint smell. Yeah, like, that's all you. Oh, well, <laughs> good to know. Good to know that I stand in there completely alone. But. Yeah, also, like, he had his, like, he, like, beat a turtle or something like that. <laughs> like, right. some weird shit. <laughs> 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 I'm the worst vegan ever. It's not no. funny, but like I really this your delivery. You are. I thought you were going to talk about that time where he pretty much get, tried to say his son can lose his virginity. You skipped oh, to the turtle. <laughs> Vegans be like. Also, also, there was a rumor that he hit his daughter. You like and he kicked a turtle once. He, he, he does right. suck. <laughs> Fuck you, boozy. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Takashi. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> originally, this nigga was facing a minimum of 47 years in prison. Yeah. Jail. Yeah. Okay? Prison. Somehow, this little nigga is about to maybe do a small sentence and be put in a witness protection program, possibly walk free. This nigga told on me, you, Everybody, we all, all our, he told everything. (laughs) Also, how can you be in witness protection when you have tattoos on your face? They probably have been, I was going to say, they probably have been actively going through sessions of removing that shit as we speak. But he had tattoos on his face still. He didn't? Because like somebody said, he was a fed from the beginning and the tattoos were never real. That's how I feel. (laughs) I feel like that nigga was an implant. It ain't no way in the world. Industry plant, yeah. Like the industry, government. I think that (laughs) this is bigger than the industry. This nigga got people on some serious, serious charges. Like, uh, let me. And and I feel like y'all all all should feel fucking stupid for fucking with him and being dick riding, Nikki. Uh, that's her baby. Remember. (laughs) (laughs) So. He was, um... And I'm standing by you. Six nine. <laughs> was that Lil Wayne or Nicki Minaj? <laughs> you be the judge. <laughs> Don't judge a book by its cover. Um, 
Yeah. Remember that vibe? Yes, that's what I was saying. Don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, they said he was facing 47 years for racketeering, conspiracy, <laughs> firearm offenses, narcotic trafficking, and other crimes. And I'm just thinking about all these dumb... Like, I racketeering? Can I... Can we, what is it? I remember. It's like... Uh, I'm looking up, I forget. It's... Uh, I feel like it's just it wrong. You shouldn't be racketeering. Because I look... I remember it was this guy who made a video and talking about how, like, the, um, they trying to set him up and, like... Because they also call racketeering, like, Rico. And it's, like, some federal... Wait, hold on. I, money or property from another person. What is yeah. it? Intimidation or force. So, stealing. Stealing. <laughs> Yeah, it's like some mob shit. Oh. Like I said, all secrets are gone. I have no, I, I feel like the government knows shit about me via 6 9 Like, Same. that shit is insane. And like, where he gonna go? Like, my cousin was like, where he gonna go where people don't know him? I'm like, probably Idaho. He got to change his hair. Oh, absolutely. No, the rainbow hair is already cut. So I'm like, he, this nigga definitely going to be in some like Mormon city in like uh, Utah somewhere. He going to be like, bored of shit. I know. He And he's so, he can't stay out of trouble. He mischievous. Like wherever he go, he going to cause some fucking trouble between people. That is if he isn't a government plant, which I'm leaning strongly on that side. So... This is I what y'all better too. watch these loud ass niggas. There's remember, no way in the world they're not getting caught. So before he was a rapper, I remember it was like on Tumblr. It was this dumbass picture of this guy who it was. It was him. He like had. I said this guy. It was um. He had you know the six nine tattoos and he had this dumbass outfit and it was like I think the outfit said like suck my dick or something like that and like he was like. On these like fashion blogs and people would use it as like a reaction picture, like making fun of them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like this is some weirdo nigga. And then like he started rapping. I'm like, the fuck? Like, what's going on? Nikki has so, been so silent. She's been so silent. Since. She always silent when she, a criminal she close with. Some <laughs> shit hit the fan. How many people can say that? Like every time she have one of her friends or family members are a criminal, she goes silent. Like, girl, get a new get a new crew. Like, please. The non crook crew. Um, all right, moving on. What's next? Uh, ja Rule is planning another music festival. Niggas who don't asked, Who asked? Who asked? So he goes, I love how people watch a doc and think they have all the answers. I too was hustled, scammed, bamboozled, <laughs> hoodwinked, led astray. <laughs> First of all, that's all basically the same thing. Yeah, you was fucking fooled. That's all you had to say. Like, I didn't know. Um, then he said, uh, TMZ asked him about, you know, his plans. And he said, it is the most iconic festival that never was. So I have plans to create the iconic music festival, but you didn't hear it from me. Except he What did. the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Who would go to a festival from somebody who just said something and then immediately followed it with, you didn't hear it from me, except you're on fucking video, and we did hear it from you. So I just, that really no. boiled my and stomach. And who's going to trust you? What artist is going to say, oh, you know, nigga, this. first of all... Huh? That makes it worse. Like you disappear from the documentary. It's like you shouldn't believe everything you said in the doc. Well, you you had to fucking fold, set up a fold up chair and talk and said just out of the story, nothing was stopping you. But you, it was all correct. And also, that's why you didn't say you, anything. You saw the documentary, right? I saw a part of it, but that shit was making me sad. Just watching people bitching, like it's going to fall apart. Oh my god, it's so funny. But um, <laughs> I love it's when rich people get. 
fucked. Like, I just love it. It gives me so much life. Also, um, he, <laughs> it was so dumb because when. Yeah, they didn't know how to complain. They didn't even know how to complain. And when they was complaining, it made them sound fucking stupid because it's like, why would you even do that? They were like, yeah, they sent me an email and was like, um, I, they have this tent for $30,000. So, like, I paid it, and then, like, I didn't get the tent. And it's like, well, first of all, why would you fucking pay for I'm about to send them an email. No, I but I, send me $50,000 for <laughs> this can of soda. They will do it. Mm-hmm. But um, what was I going to say? Even at the end of the documentary when everything hit the fan, Ja Rule wasn't, well, they all was, like, on a Skype call, and his dumb ass was like, they were telling him, like, basically, like, we're caught. Like, the shit hit the fan. He was like, listen, listen to me. You still, we still can salvage this. <laughs> They're like, great speech. However, we don't have the fucking manpower the or the resources. Huh? You I think it I. was the last minute that he fell. Will he start crying and stuff? Yeah. I think I did see that. Oh, yeah. That shit was so funny. I still think it was fake. <laughs> He was very dramatic in his delivery. Yeah, and he's such full because he had a he also had like a credit card thing. Um, you talking about the guy with the gray hair, right? No, not him. The oh, Billy. Else. Yeah, oh, okay. he had like a credit card like company. Oh, yeah, he's a fucking scammer. He's a, yeah, he's a crook. He's, he's, a, he's crook. a true scammer. But like Ja Rule, first of all, don't nobody even trust you with your own career. How the fuck are you gonna assemble a bunch of other like musicians together? Now, no shade. If this was two thousand and three, and Ja Rule said he gonna put a festival together, you'd be a fucking fool not to be into it. Oh, that shit would be. But lit. you have shown us now that we cannot trust you. You, we don't want a festival from you. You're lucky if you get off not going to jail. Just. He should have been. Just, just go away. That's all you got to do. A lot of people don't be understand. Be fucking quiet. Just go away. Go to fucking, like, keep I would booking, be quiet. Book shows in South Africa. You and Ashanti, yep. do, continue to do that. <laughs> but do not talk here. We don't we don't want to hear from you in the U.S. Go that way. <laughs> that shit is so fucking bizarre that that, that guy put his trust in Ja Rule. Yeah, but like, I'm sorry. I've known Ja Rule to be an excellent, like, songwriter and stuff like that. But I've never known him to be, like, a businessman. Like, am I wrong? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, why Why would they even go? He now, probably thought it was funny. Now, 50 Cent, on the other hand, like, we know he's trash, but he's an awesome businessman. Like, that fucking... Never f- forget that vitamin water, like, deal he made. Like, oh, yeah. what? That was iconic during that time, because that was, was before people were doing, like, real partnerships with, like, artists and stuff like that. So that was decent. Like, we know fucking 50 Cent for being that way, but mm-hmm. we don't know Ja Rule for being that way. No. So just cancel it. <laughs> Who you gonna have here? No artist in a right mind, even her. Ashanti wearing different wigs. Ashanti is not going to be there. She's going to be like, you know, I love you, Rule, but. I feel like she would do it. I feel like she After would not do it. After wearing that wig that she just wore recently, I don't think <laughs> I feel like Ashanti no, is like, listen. You think, you think she different. I that I wig. think that she know that, listen, I, I got to hold on to this little bit of career I got left. I think she would have did it. following your black ass up, she really felt demolished. Like that, she wouldn't wear that wig that she wore. You were, you're thinking with your heart instead of your head right now. You hated that wig so I much. I hated it so much. You, it, was was a, sh- it was a, it shocked me. It was hideous and she didn't have to do it. It shocked she's, me. She's somebody, like, not everybody should try things like you know what i mean that really and colors me. she shouldn't try she should just stick to black long and a slick waves. back with the shirt oh my gosh black she hair hurt she hurt me yeah i don't know why she did that but goddamn ashanti is so bad like she really is jesus that's christ that's that top five one of the baddest women that's why i'm mad she did it because i'm like you don't even have to do much 
No, but you know, people be getting bored, and it's just like in this age of wig accessibility, you be like, oh, am I truly a bad bitch if I don't have a, a blonde a platinum wig? You are, though. Tell them that. You Believe know? in yourself, Ashanti. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Oh, actually, damn it. I didn't really take too many notes on this, so I guess we're not going to spend too long. Uh, I'll look for it as we speak. Kim Kardashian is devastated, okay? <laughs> And I really, really want us to just sit on the word devastated. So I know what I know about this is so a fashion over model, she like on her story, she um like showed uh like I guess like her, the photo shoot that she was doing, like the proofs. And um this Instagram called Diet Prada like zoomed in and on the file it was called Kim Dress. Mm-hmm. And that was like I think that was like within the same time frame that Kim wore that wore, black yeah, dress that with her titties, titties cut out. out. Yeah. yeah, so Kim uh, wrote on, in response to that uh, model coming up with a mock-up of her like super expensive dress, the Fashion Nova came up with the cheaper version for the girls, you know, who just want to have their titties out. Um, Kim said, it's devastating to see these fashion companies rip off designs that have taken the blood, sweat, and tears of true designers who have put their all into their own original ideas i've watched these companies profit off my husband's work for years and now that it's also affecting designers who have been so generous to give me access to their beautiful works i can no longer sit silent only two days ago (laughs) i was privileged enough to wear one of a kind vintage mogler dress in less than 24 hours it was knocked off and thrown up on a site but it's not for sale you have to sign up for a wait list because the dress hasn't even been made to sell yet this is a way to get people to sign up for their mailing list and make people believe there's some kind of relationship between me and this fashion site there is not my relationship okay i'm gonna cut this off right here because this is just like it's like so much that i'm picking apart right now first of all okay you want to sit here and talk about Fashion Nova like they not paying, they were, haven't been paying your family's bills for how long now? Gee. Because Courtney is on the site. Your mother is a, a, a sponsor. Kylie, Kylie had a line. Yeah, so like, let's not throw shade at Fashion Nova like you bitches. Like, first of all, all y'all bitches is on the payroll. So stop. Stop right there. Second, mm-hmm. all y'all bitches is thieves. We can go down the fucking They line. ordered from Be Dazzled. They ordered from D- Be Dazzled and like Kylie at, did. No, um no Be Dazzled, it was Courtney. I mean no, it was Chloe. Chloe. Chloe, Chloe, Chloe yep. ordered from Be Dazzled. Um and then basically and like they she got the like looked I guess her designers like looked at how it was made and then they mimicked it and didn't uh, Kylie do the same thing with those army fatigue yep he did um, the same to thing another designer fatigue. but and- I got some more tea Diet Prada said update see stories for a screenshot of the date of the capture one session it's labeled two fourteen nineteen Fashion Nova Mugler knockoff shoot four days before Kim wore it on to. 18 2019 kim you'll they said kim you'll never fess up to your sneaky little collaboration but we got all the receipts damn and on top of that you want to talk about people knocking things off from your husband your husband automate he's the one who coined the idea that inspiration is free and you should be able to look at anything and just you know 
a hoodie is a hoodie. So if I decide that I'm inspired by your hoodie, I should just be free to just redesign your hoodie, even though I haven't get, given you any credit. He said that less than a year ago when he was yep. going through his little fit. So if somebody sees a kid, let's just say they did copy off you. If somebody see a little titty cut out dress and they want to give it to the girls who can afford it. That's what they do. Fashion Nova takes things that people cannot afford and they give it to them at, with lower quality. Yes, but at a, a better price. That's what they do. Not just to you, to everything trendy right now. Yep. That's just what they do. And also like sitting in silence and you taking this and you taking that girl. What do you, anybody hurt your feelings? And they told me you like, they do it for an affiliation with me. Everybody knows that Kim Kardashian is not connected with fashion Nova, but stop pretending like you wasn't on that tummy T kick. Just stop pretending like you wasn't on that waist trainer mm-hmm. kick. Bitch, you are not above being an Instagram sponsor. We remember. Exactly. And I really like, believe that she probably was in cahoots with misguided. Cause they said they cl- they was like, um, bitch. <laughs> Even Hello? if you weren't in cahoots, anything trendy, they're going to take it and they're going to redesign it, and it's going to be known that you were the originator, you were the trendsetter, you were the one who can afford it. Like, why can't you just sit in it? Like Rihanna inspired these bitches. She sit back and let them do their thing. She did it first. Yeah, you did it first. That's it. And also, like, you wouldn't have that style if it wasn't for Kanye. We remember when you you would have still been wearing peplum dresses with sweetheart tops if it wasn't for <laughs> Kanye West. I, anybody can argue, argue with me about that. True. Kim Kardashian could not dress before Kanye West. And that's West. why I'm getting a gay husband, too. <laughs> Period. And your, your husband's a thief. Your sisters are a thief. Your mother is a thief. <laughs> so you don't get no right to talk about. Like, that really took me out. Like, yo, I y'all little, you're fucking dumb, rich, wealthy-ass sisters, right? Y'all, I know y'all know lawyers. They literally put Biggie and Tupac on shirts and sold, like, and like that's the type of shit y'all do, and you want to sit here and talk about disrespect? Like, are you kidding me? I had wanted to see this quote that uh, Destiny, um, Destiny Blue from Be Dazzled, she, um, she snapped up um, and said something about... Uh, what Kim said, she said, it's devastating, quotation marks, to see, yet I've heard about the literal room full of indie designers, clothing, or pics, including my own, that you keep for inspo. You don't even know what an original idea is, so please don't speak on designers' behalf. And don't get me started on how much her husband copies brands. You can Google how many times Yeezy has been faced with a lawsuit and even stole camo print with the company's logo still on it. Tuh. My God, and and let's talk about the how y'all how devastating it is to steal hairstyles and everything else from black women. You guys, all you do is sit there and watch black women and see how you can emulate them. Get dragged for it. Say sorry, then do it again a few months later. Like, shut. Mm, child, please. That ain't even a sunken place. Moving on. Breakups <laughs> and break-ins. We might as well sit right here on this family. Um, apparently, Khloe Kardashian and that man of hers that that cheat in Jamaican, <laughs> uh, they aren't together anymore because 
Oh my God, she in Jamaican. But not not just in. He cheated on her before. Well, we know that. But what he cheated on? Who he cheated on her with this time was Kylie's best friend, Jordan Woods. Right. So we can talk about this, right? <laughs> we can talk about how shitty we can. We can talk about how shitty it is. We can talk about how he like was wrong. But honestly, I can't feel nothing I don't because feel of China and how they sit up there and it's the same thing. China and her man was around the Kardashian and her sister and stole they was Kiki her. It's, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan was an implant, in, like from so no, they've been friends since they was kids. But how funny would that be if like China, <laughs> like just to ruin the family, like she and then they take pictures of the way. <laughs> exactly, sister. That's what's going. Sorry, happen I tried to Google Christian Kristen Thompson, and this like white lady came up. I spelled his name wrong. <laughs> but no, so apparently, allegedly, quote unquote, there was a party, and Tristan Thompson took everyone's phones because his ass is always getting caught Tristan. on camera. Yeah, tells <laughs> like Kristen. Thompson. Tristan is always getting caught on camera cheating, so he tried to take everybody's <laughs> phone. But we know what you can't take: the eyes. <laughs> they or they it. mouth. <laughs> they fucking seen it. And apparently, Jordan and him was all together. We don't know if they, you know, got down with the down down, but they absolutely did sleep together. And the reason why I feel <laughs> so damn, um, the reason why I feel so damn confident He's in this six ten, is trying to sneak he around. Always. If you tall, we can't do it. We can't cheat. First of all, again, I don't want nobody to call me out for being big and cheating. Like, no, you just can't do Ew, it. Ew, he's 27? Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> Two children and just a rap sheet that's just way too long. Well, and how old is that bitch? I think she in her early 30s. Chloe not that much older. Damn. Any whore, the Hollywood Unlocked, uh, I forget his name. Damn it. What's his name? Okay, anyway, one of the contributors from the Hollywood Unlocked was at the party. One of the reporters. And <laughs> she's that person was like, it absolutely did happen. They was all on top of each other. And what makes this even more messier is Khloe Kardashian is in the comments backing it up. Larsa Pippen, which is a close family friend, is backing it up. And so did one of the Malikas. She backed one it up. One of the Malikas? <laughs> she backed it up and said, strong facts. Jordan was dropping it, picking it back up. What would you? What would possess you to go there? Jamaican dick. Sorry, that's true. That's what I would go there. She's thirty four, Chloe. You getting dogged out by thirty four? I mean, 20, a twenty seven year old. Did you hear that time when he tried? You know when LeBron snapped and he like closed his little briefcase and walked away. Yeah. Tristan Thompson tried to do one and he sounds stupid as shit. Did you see it? I think I did. They was like, <laughs> um, they asked him a question. He was uncomfortable. He said, "That's it." And he, like, walked away. I'm like, it looked like it took that nigga everything he had to get that sentence out. Like, how will fucking like steam with the nigga? Yeah, but... 6'10", I'm throwing fucking rocks at you. And it's just, like, granted, I do not feel bad for them because you you lose on the way you get them, number one. And number two, like, y'all were so for... It was okay when Kylie had China looking stupid and, the fact and that Chloe was taken up for it. And by the way, bravo to Kris Jenner. This is fantastic writing. I love it. <laughs> um, y'all was okay with that? You need to be okay with this. And Chloe has looked stupid her entire pregnancy. Yeah, like, it's she, just dumb. But also she like, um, 
took him from not because you can't take nobody but yeah. he was he was with a pregnant his fiance was pregnant yeah exactly and i don't care what the situation is i don't care if they decided to just separate i personally am not fucking with no nigga with a baby on the way no we can't even be friends no i guess i'll see you next lifetime and my Erica lot, do voice exactly. like it's just because i'm what i'm 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 so, i'm tired of people look women mostly mm-hmm. looking stupid for the name of love like yep. why if it's love why is it always us looking stupid like no exactly and what i was saying earlier like off the mic i was saying that like a lot of people do not care about women postpartum like you you don't even think about that like no. and it's fucked up because like chloe didn't think about his fiance no postpartum and now nobody she took him about back, her and if this is true he tweeted fake news and then he soon he soon deleted it post and delete yeah i just do not i'm sorry that man is trouble and i feel bad for her because there's a baby involved yeah but at the end of the day it's justice. <laughs> it is. Not, I mean, maybe karma, but I feel like personally <laughs> justice because I can remember when that like Black China thing was happening, mm-hmm. thinking how grimy that was. Because she was Kim at their Kim, wedding. Yes, Kim and fucking China was wearing matching wigs together. They was twerking together the whole time. She thinking like, oh yeah, I can definitely just have my man around them. They would, if their sister was getting inappropriate, inappropriate, they would shut it down. And it was even funnier that Jordan Woods had just posted something like a picture like two days ago. And Chloe was like, baby, under there. So I'm like, yo, don't get me wrong. Jordan Woods, <laughs> if this is the truth, she big time trash. Because, you know, Kylie was letting her live rent free, buying matching, you know, Ranger Rovers. She's getting pilot deals. She's a professional best friend. I would never. I'm sorry. Let me live rent free. If you had me and you was like, all you got to do is just be a bad bitch next to me. I'm not. I'm not fucking. (laughs) I'm not fucking nobody in your family, man. That I can do at the bare minimum. (laughs) That I can do. I'm doing addition. No problem. (laughs) I'm doing addition and I'm not fucking with your family's. Absolutely not. She she had a fucking eyeshadow collab. Like, girl, you was wearing the best wigs. <laughs> you really Damn. fumbled the bag. If the, and if that's true, she can't get close to Tokyo Styles. Oh, no. Because one she thing better with Tokyo Styles, you better take all your wigs and can just use some sulfate-free shampoo to retain that curl and moisture because you ain't never getting another wig again. Wow. Period. Wow. <laughs> that's how I feel. Because I feel like Tokyo Styles, if anybody... <laughs> The Kardashian, the Cardi, he gonna stand on their side. Because <laughs> that's who's paying his bills. And probably, they have given him enough money to the point where if he's like, I don't want to do wigs no more. He good. <laughs> yeah, no real He's shit. like, you know what? I got arthritis. I'm done with wigs. That's true. He's perfectly fine. And you know what? I can't can't get mad at him for that. I'm not mad at him, but I am mad at Jordan because, like, much as I can't stand the, like, uh, Kardashians, but if you are going to be their nigger, like, you have to be loyal, like the Malikas. Like, you have to really, they really, really fall in really line. And, like, Miss Jonathan. Sorry, I use all the same language as uh, the Instagram. Instagram page Nori's Black Book and they called both Malika and her sister the Malikas and they called Jonathan Kim's best yeah, friend. Yeah, I'm like, why are you calling them they the They call Malikas? him Miss Jonathan and I fucking love that. <laughs> That's why I was like, why are you calling them the Malikas? What is the other one's name? The Malikas. Okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry, I hate to say it, but it really 
Mm-hmm. It don't. Why would it be important? <laughs> Jonathan is so fucking ugly. Jonathan need one of them fucking waist trainers that everybody I else be selling. His, he looks terrible. He has so much money and he's hideous. And also, like, I don't understand <laughs> how you could be around people who eat so well and are so superficial and be so comfortable, like looking like that. I understand why they allow him around. Wait, wasn't it him and Courtney that got into the fight? <laughs> and then Courtney like push him or something? <laughs> I think so. If, if it's that. anybody fighting, it's definitely Courtney. It's definitely Courtney fighting. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. I actually, I I have nothing else to say about that. <laughs> I just hope to God I'm never in no situation. I where... just hope that she just treating the wigs right because that's the last. <laughs> Better count your days. <laughs> Better count your fucking days, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, that was from a vine, right? Yeah. It was like when white kids, <laughs> parents tell them no. Yeah. You better count your fucking days, bitch. <laughs> All right. Um, Next breakup and break in. I guess Lala Anthony took her husband oh back. Oh, my God. Um, Carmelo Anthony. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> she been new, right? I could tell by the look on her eyes that she was just hurt. Yeah. But she loved her family. And, like, again, I said this off the mic. When it comes to people and they family, what I do is shut the fuck up because I've never been married before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if you choose to work something out with your husband, mm-hmm. obviously, whatever, like Cardi B, Offset, Jay-Z, Beyonce, uh, Gabrielle Union, and Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. like I remember personally because I know now. Yeah. But I'm not going to say nothing because I understand the vow you made. Yeah. So she took her husband back. And again, no matter what people say, like it's just that's their decision. On Valentine's Day, she decided to post a picture with the caption, you know I give you life. If you try that shit again, you're going to lose your wife. And then she says something like, I've loved you since you were 19 and I will love you forever. Forever. Happy V-Day, my love. So, okay, I guess like cheating to me is just like cardinal sin that I can't make it happy. After I say, if you try that shit again, you're going to lose my life. I loved you since you were 19. I love you forever. Like, if you want to take them back, take them back. What's up with this public discussion yeah, about it? Yeah, like, and you not built like that, Lala. And, like, did I unfollow her? Because I don't remember that coming up in my time. Oh, I saw that, and I was like, yo, that's childish. Like, you, that's you too so old for that. That's so cringy. And, like, even at uh, one point in, like, Beyonce on, on Everything is Love, uh, Beyonce said something like, yeah, you I fucked it up. <laughs> she said something like, you fucked the ring up. We had to get a new one. And Jay-Z was like, all right, all right, all right. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Normalizing cheating is something that I'm happy that we are. Well, I'm, I'm happy we're discussing, like, moving on past it. But I don't want to make it, like, lighthearted because it's not yeah, fucking funny. Not- like, um, <laughs> you try that shit again, you're going to lose your wife. When she said it, it, it was like a oh shit moment. Yeah, and Do that's not, not be repeating it in the picture with the nigga. It's weird. It is weird. You try that shit again? Try that shit again is when you try to take one of my french fries. That's what <laughs> I say to you. If you try that shit again, now you're going to lose your wife. You're going to lose your life. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, that's, that is so cr- Like, how don't you look at that? Yes. Look at that and be like, ooh. I, I yeah, check, 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 check. Yeah, like, let me let me not put that. She should have just left it at, I loved you since I was 19. You was 19. And I'm going to love you forever. And we could, we could be we like. We know he cheated on you. We know. We know. We know Do not possibly, remind me. There's possibly a child involved and it's messy and hurtful. And it definitely took them some time me. to get over there. Because I really love them together as a couple. And it hurt my heart personally. But yeah. like that, you know I give you life. You try that shit again, you're going to lose your wife. And I feel like this whole thing where men just got to fucking take it because they and 
embarrassed their wives publicly, so now they just got to take. I'm yeah. just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she right. I did fuck her. I like lost offset. My, I almost lost my whole family. It's like it's really devastating to think about, and it's like, again, I would for once maybe I wouldn't feel so resentful if for once it was like a man. Like you know, I give you lines. <laughs> you try that shit again, you gonna lose your husband. <laughs> It's never that. It's always a girl smiling, trying to uh, with a waist trainer on, trying to like. <laughs> like I just, I'm over it. I love Lala, but I'm over it. If you like, if you cheat on me and I take you back, we are not fucking discussing it. No. And if we do, we're going to discuss it years later. And in, in my memoir, it's going to be a one way conversation. I tell you how I feel, no questions asked, mm-hmm. because I'm doing it just to be transparent. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Try that shit again. You gonna lose your wife? We. I Bitch. did not. Do not. I feel like now you're now you're stressing me out, and that's where the problem is. I didn't want to know. But like, God damn you. That's exactly how I feel. All right, sunken place time. So this is kind of a weird one. I feel like we snapped on so many things, and then for the sunken place, it's like really not that deep. But it's just a way to kind of make the conversation a little bit more versatile. Uh, so Alyssa Ashley, beautiful, gorgeous. Um, at this point she's just past a beauty influencer like she's I'm gonna call her a black beauty icon from the Bay Area Um, her and her sister Arnell are just really really representing for women of color even with being fair skin they truly advocate for shade range Mm -hmm. Um, so she's known for her iconic like short buzz cut Mm -hmm. platinum hair but recently she switched it up she got some beautiful beautiful Mm -hmm. small tiny tiny braids Um, they look great they're individuals they're not it's not first they were done so good and so like just nice i thought oh this has to be like a wig or something like this can't be her scalp like that shit i thought it was a wig too so clean she revealed that she paid over 700 dollars for the braids right um and people were snapping talking about oh you could have went to the africans and got a 200 dollars or blah 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 first of all why are y'all in her pocket? This is trending. People, I hate that. People are... Tr- people are... Tr- this subject is trending. People are outraged that she paid $700 for her hair. She decided to respond and say, first of all, I went to Dr. Kari Williams, okay? So she is the one who... Cre- she coins herself as the creator of Goddess Locks, and she has been in the industry for years. I'm going down her page. She has done... She d- does hair for Willow Smith. She does hair for Ava DuVernay. When Sierra had that Wakanda-like Bantu knot, she did uh, her hair then. Any woman with natural hair on the red carpet, it's a big chance that her fingers might be behind it. So if she wants to charge fucking 750 $50 with her celebrity clientele that she have, bitch, book the po- appointment or keep it moving. This stuff look good. Her stuff look good. Stop just... trying to negotiate with artists and stylists about their prices. That is so dirty because people, like I saw this thing, it said that people pay, my price range is about my talent is not about what you can afford. Exactly. And um, I saw one, it was saying that like, I don't care if it takes me 30 minutes to do something that costs a lot of money. It took me 10 years Mm -hmm. to be to the point where I could do this quickly. So it's like, it don't matter if it's, if it took her shorter than what the Africans have done it or longer, she has worked hard enough, has built, it's about reputation. Mm -hmm. And here's the beautiful thing about things like, you know, superficial things like hair breeds, right? You don't really need them. 
and there are a lot of people who can do them. Exactly, so, and there's ways that you can get it that's affordable. Exactly. So when somebody gives you their price and it's too much for you, even if you think it's absolutely absurd, you got two choices in the deal. You pay for it or you don't. Exactly. There is no fucking third choice. People always make like the third choice is negotiate, complain to get what you want, go beg. Like, no. Or ask, are there any deals? You get the price. It's You can afford it or you can Or you can't. go the fuck home. You go the fuck home with your bald ass head <laughs> and you don't have the braids. You don't have the braids that you want. That's just what happens. Like, you don't get them. You go and you do what my broke ass does. You go on YouTube and you learn how to do them yourself. And also... I wanted to add that she said the braids were five fifty, but she tipped, which a lot of people don't do. Mm-hmm. And also, Willow Smith, if your if your fingers are on Willow Smith scalp, she did Khalees here too. If your fingers are on Khalees and Sierra scalp and fucking Ava DuVernay, I'm not expecting to pay what I can get at the Africans. Mm-hmm. And no shade, but these shops that be charging you, not just the Africans, these shops that be charging you a super cheap price, you save money, but what about saving your edges? You ever think about that? Exactly. Like Sometimes that's worth it more. Somebody who can really... Re- it's, I had a different experience mm-hmm. when I went to uh, Hair Be Natural. That's like a natural, uh, like kind of upscale natural place um, in Philly. Mm-hmm. She Her prices can go up to that far because I, I I paid like two hundred dollars for some like for those jumbo ass crochet braids. Did she wash your hair? Nope. Yeah. She didn't wash it. She didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. And it was in her basement. Mm-hmm. So I had the choice to say, no, I can go somewhere and get my hair washed and be in a salon for uh, under two hundred dollars. And I had to buy my own hair, mm-hmm. right? But I wanted her to do it because she seemed like she had a really, really good grasp on natural hair care. Mm-hmm. And when she did it, it didn't hurt. It wasn't tight. She gave me like a professional picture afterwards. It was a different experience. And I will 100% go back to her. So you pay for the quality and your support in a black woman. Give exactly. that woman her coin. Or don't. But don't complain about it, especially when your money isn't going. I was like, you're not paying for it. So why do you give a fuck? People are outraged. Y'all are so mad. Like, y'all are just, I just, I don't even know what to say. Guess you get into the money, because everybody's mad. <laughs> <laughs> like. I'm really proud of that. Like, why? Like, why? I just don't understand. Like, why do you fucking care? Like, when she said the how much it was, like, I just was like, oh, like, okay. That's how much you paid. Like, One thing cool. about her I love is that since she's reached influencer status and she's been giving, getting money, she is treating herself. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, I want to get the Tom Ford Foundation. I want to get the La Mer Moisturizer. I want to get, like, I work hard. I want to try all these really great things. But in the same breath, she'll do a collaboration with Elf to give the girl something affordable. Mm-hmm. She'll do a whole full face of like a drugstore haul. So this is not Nick's. Nick's. This is not a girl who's just flexing on people. This is somebody who's just like, no, I do practical things when I treat myself. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm going to be one day. Like once I get money, yeah, there are certain things that I'll continue to use, but there are one, sometimes you just want to say you got your hair done by a celebrity stylist. Mm -hmm. You pay the fucking price because you don't want to be, it's just insulting to be that cheap. That is insulting. It's insulting. It makes my skin crawl too when people, (laughs) it really do. Like when people say stuff like, oh, you paid that? Like, no, I, you know, I wouldn't pay. I'm like, I'm like, you think like, yeah, I was going to say, cause my, like, I really don't even, because, like, even my mom say stuff about how much I pay for my nails. But, like, I don't even question it. Mm -hmm. Like, when, because 
when I get like a full set and then I get my feet done and I only wear gel polish like because I personally I feel like that polish that isn't gel polish is a waste of money yeah because your nails chip mm. um and you gotta sit there wait for and it wait to for dry. dry that's and it only dry it's only a superficial dry so it dries on the top yeah. and you go to do something and then if I will up, never go back to normal just, polish again exactly. once so I got I gel I'd rather just pay I just rather just pay for it like you said pay for my convenience pay for my piece yeah so my nails and my feet, and then sometimes they get my eyebrows done. It's like a little over a hundred dollars, like it's not maybe a hundred. I want to say like a hundred twenty or something like that. But I also tip. Yeah. And I'm like, when I go get my nails and stuff done, I know I, I mentally, I'm like, I know I'm going to pay over a hundred dollars. Exactly, because I used to just get my nails done, and it was like, all right, sixty dollars. Yeah. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, like back when I was younger, I would get my nails done, and it'd be like. Twenty dollars to get a refill. So our shit was popping off. Yeah, but I'm talking back in high school. Oh yeah, high school. Yeah, I'm not talking like in my adult life. Even when I was getting regular nail polish, I'm like, all right, it's going back thirty. Yeah. But now that I'm a big girl and I know that there's a difference in just like hygiene, there's mm-hmm. a difference in yep, like the way- colors. Exactly, because like at the nail salon, the audience. I- <laughs> yep, because the nail salon I go to is very peaceful. Yes. Um, quiet. It's quiet. They also put like um, so when you get your feet done, it looked like a shower cap. They like put it in a bowl, mm-hmm. so it's like sanitary and they take it out and they throw it away so it's like your feet isn't like in the, the naked same bowl thing. yeah so they put that over it they also offer you like champagne yeah. or water um like i said it's like a peaceful experience they have a bunch of colors in there it's clean yes um, and the cinderella nails i was going to in maniac like they give you a fucking massage and it's a real nice one too like it's it's a good if if i can't book uh, an appointment at the salon i'm not fucking going that's exactly how I feel. even though i stop i just start showing up um, yeah, but um, but you know how sometimes if you go to a hood salon and you try to book, they'll be like, just come in. You be like, it's going to be a fucking line. Yeah. And you're not giving me a, 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 a like a step ahead. Like, I don't know. But just worry. Watch your own pocket. Yeah, watch your own pocket. And also, like, stop trying to skimp out on art. Like, when I was doing makeup and I was charging $45 for a face. And anybody who do makeup know $45 for a face is, like, super cheap. Yes. Like Because I have, like... Not trying to like brag or whatever, but I have eyeshadow polishes that are literally forty five dollars, sixty dollars. Yeah, I have stuff that costs like I've had foundation actually that costs like more like more than that. So when you bitching and complaining about the price, you, I'm saying like it's making me feel some type of way, like what the fuck like. Are you saying that my stuff not worth that? Or yeah. like, like as an artist, that's what your mind goes to. Like, oh, like I'm not worth that price. Like, yeah. If you can't, if you either you do your own fucking makeup, <laughs> I'm gonna say beat your own face, beat your own face, or you're gonna fucking pay for it. And then when people, a lot of things that people are saying to makeup artists are saying stuff like, oh, can you just do um lashes and like eyes? Bitch, I'm no. not coming out here for that. I want if I'm gonna, I'm gonna waste my time. First of all, I'm it's still gonna take me the same amount of time to be prepared and get here. I'm either gonna come or I, and, and go off, exactly. or I'm not coming at all. And also, you're gonna look crazy. And also, like when you do eyeshadow, the way you put your foundation on, you gotta watch it because exactly. you might get foundation over the eyeshadow. It's just like people just stop, stop. with the cheap shit or just go barefaced. Exactly on some Alicia Keys shit. Like pay the fuck up or shut the fuck up. 
That's it. That's the and moment. like my, I got gel on my toes, and I don't. I don't even know. I guess my feet was like fifty cent dollar. Shit still look nice. The thing period. is, I don't get gel on my feet, but I get gel because white shit. Yeah, yeah. I need to start getting gel on my feet because of the drying thing. But my feet last so long. Like when I get them done, it's so weird. You know, that's yeah, my, my thing. mine. That's why I didn't even go to the nail salon. Just because mine is like it still look good, but I probably yeah. go. I'll probably go next week. But also, I didn't go because I'm trying to save money. And I'm like, oh, not this check because I know it's going to be over $100. And I could spend that on something else. Exactly. So that's why I didn't go. You're not going to go and try to fucking negotiate like, like it's a goddamn yeah, fish market. Yeah, or say to them, like, yeah, well, like, I just signed up for this new job. They're not, who gives a fuck? Bitch, they trying to feed their family, too. <laughs> yeah. Everybody trying to eat. Everybody trying to feed their family. You sit up there negotiating, like they say. It's like taking food out of their kid's mouth. What like, you literally. doing? Like, no. So what did I do? I fucking, I'm sitting fucking home and I'm just waiting till phew, next, for, uh, the next following Friday. I'm like, okay, that's when I get my nails done. Yeah, that's why I'm getting pink. So can't nobody see when that shit grow out. Cause it's going to take a while <laughs> to get it done. I know. Again. I'm like getting this light white on my hands. I'm like, oh, kind of risky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on into a common senses. <laughs> Uh, that should be. Can that be like? A, I like that. Comments, Eric. Um, taste coffee and paste it. <laughs> Cut that up and do it again. Yeah. Every episode from this point on. I liked it. Thanks. Um. So for this week, we want to talk about entrepreneurship because, like, it's like everybody you meet these days wants to work for themselves. That's not a bad thing. I used to think it was a bad thing because I used to think it wasn't attainable for everybody to work for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like. Who going to do the fucking jobs if everybody want to work for themselves? But as I'm kind of learning, and actually, shout out to our friend Ryan. He really planted this in my mind Mm -hmm. like three weeks ago, and I haven't stopped thinking about it. He was saying that if everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, things will kind of revert back to more traditional ways Mm -hmm. where there is somebody who, there's like a local bakery, Mm -hmm. there's a local Here's like here this. There's a local that. There's a local smoothie maker. There's a local this. Everything would be local, and it would kind of go back to like in my mind. I'm thinking like cartoon villages. Mm-hmm. Like obviously that would it would be a little bit different with like you know and capitalism the internet like, it would start like declining. I, that's what I'm saying, and I'm like maybe that's what we. It might be a thing that we need. Like I always heard this quote that with democracy and justice will always correct itself Mm -hmm. and it's hard to see that but when you think about where we came from things have corrected itself a lot more and I feel like when we have issues as a society the joint realization that this shit is not natural the urge to be free from capitalism the urge to be free from being tied down and just working and doing something you're truly passionate about it'll kind of correct itself Mm -mm. i want entrepreneurship to correct capitalism Mm -hmm. in a way where we can all still earn money because it's gonna always be trade like even since the beginning of time niggas was trading fucking shells for food and something you're gonna always trade something and that made sense it should never be to the point though when people are who the fuck don't have shells yeah (laughs) i wish we could say shells i'd be atlantic city (laughs) fucking racking up every weekend What the fuck the other person do with the show? <laughs> they just eat them, <laughs> crunching on the show. Crazy as shit. You like, oh my, whatever. They be a troll that like eat show. You like, what do I get in exchange? <laughs> they just give you like all this like Beyonce collectibles. You like, fuck for shells. 
That's a good ass deal. <laughs> Either way, trade is gonna always happen. So like, I don't ever. People are like shared wealth, right? This mm -hmm. idea where the rich, and I don't know too much about this. I'm gonna say they die. <laughs> I don't know too much about this to like really, really get into it because it could be a way to work. But people, you know, when Jay Z is like, what's better than one millionaire or two? There and people were like, distribution of wealth. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Distribution of wealth, wealth only works if we doing distribution of work. And how would I measure that? You know what yeah. I mean? True. I just like the idea of everybody being able to follow their dreams. On independent But level. I also, yeah, but I definitely feel like, like, why the fuck are people billionaires? Like, that is so fucking scary. It is, but I feel like the public pays their salary. You know, sometimes, I'm not going to say all the times, but sometimes, like, these musicians and stuff, a lot of times we've made them rich by giving them exposure. <laughs> so, it's like all we had, if we wanted to not make millionaires rich anymore, we just had to unplug. I love Beyonce so much. I know, but it's fine that she's a millionaire because she gives back. I feel like when... I'm saying billionaire. Yeah, well, she still uh, gives back. She yeah. gives back a lot of money. She does a lot of things. So, uh, And she works for that it. That fucking Amazon nigga needs to fucking pay up. And a lot of people also, it's just like, it's damned if they do, damned if they don't. Because if you are constantly broadcasting what you're giving away, then you trash. Yeah. But if you constantly are silent about it, like Prince was, Prince was donating all this shit anonymously to all these different places it's like sometimes you just want to do it out the good of your heart and not for the audience because it's like ultimately it's just your money you can mm -hmm. do what you want so it's like it's a damn if you do damn if you don't there are so many corporate dollars and initiatives that goes to fundraisers and programs and blah 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 but back on the like entrepreneurship i said entrepreneurship uh i feel like i want to think about why is it this sudden urge everyone you meet like think about every person in your life who's like i love working at this company i can count on one hand crickets crickets like every but it's like why why does everybody want to get away and i think it's because the the current the way life is right now is not sustainable mm -mm. It's not sustainable for people who want to have a family. Mm -hmm. It's not sustainable for people who have a mental illness. Mm -hmm. It's really, really not sustainable for people who are going through things like mourning. Like, it's just nothing set up in the workforce to really, really, really get people through life events, if you ask me. Yeah, because, like, if you sick, like, um, like, on my last job, this um, girl, she got fired because she um, was sick and, like, she would be late. Um, and then she was like out for a little bit and like, they just let her go because of that. And I'm like, Ooh, sorry. I'm like, now you fucking idiots have to like <laughs> train somebody else instead of like working with, and I'm like the job, not even popping like that for like y'all to even, you know, be like, well, let's let this person go and then hire somebody else. Yeah, and it's like a lot of people feel super duper disposable too. Yeah. Like you got to wonder with these current jobs if they decide to make one quote-unquote restructure mm -hmm. what that means for you exactly. and you like the chances of that happening with a smaller business mm -hmm. or with your own business it's just it's just different mm -hmm. getting up every day and feeling like you really truly matter and the company whether you have joined another small business or whether you're starting your business off mm -hmm. that's just like so that sounds to me like beyond amazing because mm -hmm. i find it like i find it unnatural to be 
uh, caring about things that aren't my dream. Mm -hmm. Like I find it very hard and I'm so thankful that for some people being electricians are their dream. Like they're passionate about that. I think I'm thankful that for some people being a city worker is like their dream and they're passionate about that because we need those people. We need them. Like not just like for superficial reasons, this city would every city and the country will be a damn wreck yeah. without city workers and people like that. Especially so, this fucking city, the fucking potholes and shit. And yeah, I ain't gonna need to talk about that because I'm gonna sound like I'm bashing them. <laughs> but I just feel like um, that's okay too. Like, I think with all this pressure to be entrepreneurs, people don't ever take a moment to just say, you know what though, if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, you're not a failure. Yeah, and I feel like some people also their reason for wanting to be an entrepreneur is because they're lazy and they think that if I'll they be a boss. Yeah, they're like I that's what they just think. They don't think about how it is to like manage people, like you know, how to, you know, um make schedules, make um meet with people yeah. and things like that. They just think, "Oh, I'm going to be a boss. I get to, people think I get to tell people what to do." And I they, can do what I want to do. Yeah, I get to tell people I what to do. I can sleep late. I can uh, do whatever I want. Exactly. They don't think about like, you know, sometimes you might not be able to sleep late. Sometimes you might have to come in because somebody called out. Like You're some, never off. Yeah, for real. You are for never real. off. And your livelihood, and as you start to hire people, their livelihood kind of like rests in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. So it's like a t- it's a different level being an entrepreneur, but people be- believe it's worth it because it's like that's how life and responsibility should be kind of mm-hmm. like intertwined like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, to your point about how some people just want to be uh, entrepreneurs to be a boss, I hate people who are obsessed with building an empire. Yeah, that's so You know nice. what I mean? Like, I, I knew used to know somebody, a guy, like, he was really into me because I was, quote, unquote, ambitious, mm-hmm. and he wanted to be, like, the next Diddy. He wanted to build an empire. And I, I he didn't understand why I wasn't into him. And I think you know who this is, but I'll yeah. tell you off the mic. But honestly, I just thought to myself, you just want to do to other people to what's being done to you. Exactly. And that's not that's not what I want from this like global entrepreneurship. Like all you want to do not is empower people, put other people in a position so that now you could be the one that's the aha bitches looking clean down. Mm-hmm. Like no, I wanted to be able. I, I I want this newfound need to be entrepreneurs to put us all. At the same level, mm-hmm. slightly above, slightly below, based on your work ethic. Because I would love to give, like, young, like, you know, black uh, girls, like, opportunities, like, while they're in college. Like, opportunities that I, like, you know, wish I had. Exactly. Like, I don't want, like, my success. Or even people that aren't in college. Just, like, they're like, oh, I can't afford. Well, hopefully when I need we direction. make it. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully when me, I plan to see when we make it, that it's people can't afford college. Hmm, maybe. I just feel like... Or I was going to say, people, um, you don't have to go to college, but you still want to do something like, yeah. you know, entertainment issue, um, industry. You just want to, like, do it. Absolutely. And I just, I want for when we make it not to be able to be like, I'm flexing on niggas. Like, that don't do me no good. Yeah. Like, flexing don't pay the fucking bills. And I'm bills. still like, going to be a fucking shit. I, no matter where you go, you take yourself with you. And I'm going to be a nervous Nancy a wherever nervous Nancy I go. nervous Nancy who has trouble spending. <laughs> so, the more money, the more problems. What I want is for my day, my dream job to be my day job and to be able to live off of it. Exactly. Like, I don't have to go above YouTube success. <laughs> I 
really don't. If I have enough money to feed my family and I get to, I don't want to be on the stage performing next to Beyonce, standing, holding a war. I just want to be able to cover the show. Like, that's what I want to be able to do. I want to be, be able to cover the highlights and mm-hmm. get enough money to do basic things. Mm-hmm. But it's, I'm never going to have peace knowing that in this world, some people have it and some people just do not. Exactly. That's not okay. And I think we've gotten so used to living like that. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I'm like walking and I see like homeless people, like, yeah, I'll give you money if I have it on me. But it's just like, it's a bigger issue. It's, it's so, a bigger issue. Exactly. Like, it was so crazy. Like, when I lived in New York, like, how. So I used to like jog. This is sounds so dangerous, but I used to jog near Central Park yeah. at night. <laughs> but um, according to was, uh, Benson, I know it was very the but, worst thing you could do. But I would jog like on the side where it was like a bunch of people, not mm-hmm. like inside the park, like outside the park. You remember we saw wild animals and we went. went remember the park was closed and we went. Oh anyway, yeah. And I never in my life saw a rat until that day. Oh yeah. Got I was my used black to ass it. right up. But um, <laughs> so. Like, I was, like, near um, Fifth Avenue, and when you go past, like, when you after you go past, like, Museum Mile, where, like, the Met and all that stuff mm-hmm. is, there's, like, projects. And I just was, like, so baffled. Like, like no, it's not Fifth Avenue. Um, it's 7th Avenue. Seeing all of this, like, Gucci, Prada, Hermes, um, Fendi, all this stuff, you go down a few blocks. Oh, and not to mention the Met. Um, like, it's a place called Museum Mile. Central Park is so iconic. You go a few blocks down, it's a project. Like, that was just so fucking bizarre to me. Like, even though, you know, where we live is, like, kind of situations like that. But, like, it's different because the area that we that, that was in was, like, Million wealth. dollar. Yeah, it's yeah. like, billion dollar area. Yeah. Like, that's, like, a rich-ass area. And then just seeing that, and it's, like... The comparison? That just just should not not be. It didn't. And I go back to, like, um, I always talk about why I believe everybody has mental illness. And I believe that everyone has mental illness because this world is not does not suit our human needs. No, real shit. Like, the way we're living right now... It don't suit our human needs, like just over accessibility to everything. Mm-hmm. Another thing Ryan and I talked about were the fact that, okay, if you want some Doritos right now mm-hmm. and you downtown, you could go to Wawa, mm-hmm. you can go to CVS, mm-hmm. you can go here, you can go there, you can go there to get the same fucking thing. Why do we need so much? Like, I mean, yeah, sure, it's convenient. There's definitely some great sides to when you need, like, medicine or something like that. Like, you can't deny the benefits. However, it's just an oversaturation of so much. I feel like our brains are like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck. I think we're going high, and we need to come back down because people are going to go crazy. We don't have to worry about no zombie apocalypse or anything like that killing us because we are going. our heads are going to just start fucking exploding because it's too much. There's no peace. Mm -hmm. There's no peace. So I want entrepreneurship to bring back, like, some type of family values, some type of um, freedom, some ease, some simplicity, some passion, because we all, a lot of us right now, we're just... We're just pushing product. Because, like, like, um, like, how on Thanksgiving, like, Macy's and shit, like, I used to work at Macy's, how it fucking, you, um, they're open on Thanksgiving at, like, 6 o'clock till, like, 
the morning time into Black Friday. Like, yeah. for fucking what? And just around the holidays, like, working in retail, like, I worked at my second job, which I really enjoy, since September. And I worked there during September, and I would sit down, and I would do, like, consultations with people and, you know, test their skin to recommend products. Then holiday season hit. You're like, hello, how can Oh, my brother. I don't know what to get him. I don't know what to get him. I don't know what to get him. I don't know what to do. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, the holidays, how are you not, how are you enjoying this? I I like gifts and stuff like that, but I don't make it about gifts. Yeah. But because this this mass consumerism and fucking hoverboards and iPads <laughs> and fucking watches and shit, it's just, it really bothers me because this is not life. Like, I want life to go back to simple village cartoons but utilizing our technology and our mm-hmm. resources to fight off common problems, like problems with birth and mm-hmm. illnesses and just, you know, not being able to talk to family. Like, technology is good, but it's just we need to change yep. how we are doing things. And I think being entrepreneurs would definitely, like, help. I agree. I know. I just kind of want to talk about that. Let me see. Is there anything else we didn't cover? Um Oh, just again, wanted to reiterate that it's nothing wrong with working for someone else. Like, while I do want to be a, a entrepreneur and kind of free, be a mega freelancer, in uh, essence, I definitely would not mind. There are certain companies that are on the dream list. Oh, for even sure. Even if it's just to collaborate with, yeah, like Puma, uh, ASOS. Mm-hmm. We talk, you know, talked about Dolls Kill. There are a lot of companies that Beyonce. I'd work. For, I would work for her doing what? I just don't know. Exactly. Like, if she just needs somebody, like, for the uh, like the kids to lay on top of, I would lay right flat on the ground <laughs> and, you know, double as a pack and play. I would. I would. I'd do it. And, like, because she'd pay me well and it'd be fun, I'd do it. But I also, I feel like that, I feel like that might be in a category of entrepreneurship because it's like, to me, I feel like it's just doing what you want to do mm-hmm. without having, like, a boss. Yeah, it's just... Like, you're in charge of your schedule, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go here. This is what I'm going to do. And you're you're kind of going towards your happiness. Like, mm-hmm. one time I met a woman. She used to own a boutique in Texas. It was a successful business, and then she decided to become a host of my old channel, QVC, and I told her, I said, oh, my God, do you miss having your shop? She said, I just do it until it's not fun anymore. And she said, and that's how I am. Whatever I do, I do it until I do not enjoy it anymore, and mm-hmm. then I move on. Mm-hmm. And another host actually told me how she went from being an advertiser in Chicago to the weather woman in one of, like, L.A.'s top, ch- like, ch- channels. And I was like, how did you do that? Like, how did you go from advertising to TV? And she's like, well, one, I got up and left Chicago, and I became a waitress in L.A., and I didn't let nobody know my business. I didn't let them know what I was doing. So when you want to become an entrepreneur and you're nervous about, like, switching lanes, like, Mm -hmm. oh, shit, people don't know me for, like, the person that does this, you don't have to let them know that you're doing it. You don't have to let people know your dreams, your goals, your failures. You don't have to let them know shit. You don't have to let them know that you got a job, you thought it was good, Mm -hmm. now you don't like it no more. Because at the end of the day, putting on for people, you still unhappy. And is it worth it when you're unhappy and they are, like, the fuck? No. Mm-mm. Who cares? Just do it. Fuck LinkedIn. Don't tell <laughs> nobody. Just do it. Exactly. 
That's how you got to be in this world. Everybody's a freelancer for real, for real. Benefits or not. Yeah, if you really think about it. We all freelancers. And we're all disposable. Wink, wink. With that being said, um, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. Um, my name is Iman. You can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Iman Matei and on Twitter at It's Matei and Sabria. At it's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. And you can follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch and on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. Thank you guys so much for the reviews. Like, seriously, please keep them coming. This yes. is how people find us. And, like, that's how we grow. We, like, we love it. Like, it's the spike has been amazing. And we love it. Thank you. And thank you for the feedback. Yes. And tagging us in your stories. Like, that's been, like, amazing. Just a great feeling. Like, sometimes I'll be low-key getting a little emotional. Like, people telling us that we help get them through their day. I'm like, well, we dumb as shit. Like, how we help? We really (laughs) stupid. That's crazy. Two idiots. I know. And people saying, like, I sent you the message that somebody said helping with their anxiety. And I'm like, the fuck? I'm anxious too. Yeah, if I say me, I I feel like I make it worse. Like, I feel like my constant rambling and expressing like that could make anyone be like, fuck, she is right. Everything is terrible. (laughs) But... It just helps to know that just by being honest, you might be helping somebody else. So, <laughs> uh, also be sure to write us on for suggestions, show ideas, tell us mm-hmm. what you want to hear. Um, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, listen to us on Spotify, and listen to us on SoundCloud. Don't forget to pick up your T-shirt. We're definitely about to get back in the lab and get some spring merch together. So be on the lookout mm-hmm. for that. And you know what? That wraps it up for this week. Bye. Peace.